The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. Sure, they built the Tower of Babel. They, they build cities. But God is coming and saying, I'm giving you cities. Watch this. And you're going to reorder it. and blood. You're going to do it with your spirit. Occupy till I come. It means to advance and hold. We're never going backwards. We're going forward. He's a God of increase. All right, now let's pick up kind of where I left off last time in the we're talking about righteousness. And he said, they that receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall reign, and the Amplified says, as kings. For if because of one man's trespass, lapse, offense, death reigned, through that one, much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace, unmerited favor, watch this, and the free gift of righteousness, putting them in the right standing with himself, reign as kings in life to that one man, Jesus Christ. Now, so what we talked about is one of the things that God's righteousness is, is it's being in right standing with God. That Adam was in right standing with God, but when he sinned, he got in wrong standing with God. In fact, he took on the nature of iniquity, which was Satan, and he ran from God when God came because sin separates you from God. So what we said is when Jesus came, he came as the righteousness of God, just like Adam was. He was called by revelation by Paul, the last Adam, but he came to show us how we're supposed to act. Now he knew that fully, it couldn't be fully done until we actually became that one with God. Now Abraham had righteousness, but it was righteousness that was accounted to him. But what Jesus had is he had God's righteousness inside of him. Okay. And what he did when he gave his life and then rose from the dead, he made it so that we could have the same righteousness he had. Okay. Now this righteousness is a nature. When God gives you his nature, what is his nature? What nature is God? Okay. Right. God, one, is a ruler. So he has given you the nature of a ruler. Next, God's nature is love. God's nature is love. God doesn't have love. He is love. And that nature is inside of you. That's why when you got born again, you wanted to give away everything. 
because that nature came inside of you. But the same nature to rule, God's nature is bold. That rulership is a bold rulership. We said that the righteous are as bold as a lion. See, he's a king, he's a lion, and a lion doesn't have to be bigger than every other animal, he just thinks he is. And because of it, the lion, uh, you don't see a lion ever coming out of a battle that's lost. He always wins, bold as a lion. And the Bible says in Proverbs 30, 30, a lion turns not away from any. Isn't that something? So I don't care what kind of fight it is and what kind of, what size the giants are, you're not turning away from any. Now you got to receive this nature by faith. And that was Romans chapter five, verse one. That's how you have to receive it. Therefore, since we're justified, acquitted, declared righteous and given a right standing with God through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of God. Reconciliation to hold and to enjoy peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So one of the things that righteousness restores is peace. Another thing that righteousness restores is faith. Faith is restored to the level that it was intended to operate in the beginning. So a lot of people will work on trying to develop their faith, but they need to try to develop their righteousness. Say amen to this. All right. So another thing that characterizes the nature of God is justice. Now for that one, turn to Psalm chapter 89, please. In verse 14, justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne, mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Let's go and look at that in the Amplified Translation. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. It makes up the throne of God, justice. So God is a God of justice. Now you can see why when God gives this earth over to mankind, because what happened is Satan had it, but God took it back. I said, through Jesus Christ, we got it back. We are to be owners and stewards and, do, and have dominion rulership over this earth. This righteousness makes us one with God. So it brings us into sonship and God becomes father rather than God, than us being an old sinner just saved by grace. See, people say, well, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Well, now, wait a minute, there's something wrong with that because you're either an old sinner or you're saved. One, one of the two has got to go. So now I'm saying something about justice. That's where I wanted to go. Look at Psalm 82, verse one. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty and judgeth among the gods. Now, who's the gods he's talking about? That's us. Now watch this. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked, Selah? 
Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Watch this. I have said you are gods and all of you are children of the most high. Now he's talking about you. Now he's saying that if you don't act like who you are, then you're going to die like a natural man. But you and I are supposed to, not supposed to die like that. Say amen to that. Even as we get older, we don't age. Now you, you got to catch me now because I got to get on out in this thing. Now, what is he saying? Well, how long are you going to let this go on? I don't understand. Now, how long? Because I'm a God of justice. And, and I don't like what I'm seeing here. Satan seeks to keep us sin conscious, to rob us of our son consciousness. Keep us thinking about how we missed it, how, um, um, how many marriages we had, how many of prison time we did, so forth and so on. Keep us there. Because if he can keep us there, he can keep us from righteousness consciousness. And the only way you can stay there is that you're carnally minded. The Bible says, demons said this, Paul I know and Jesus I know, but who are you? Now this is somebody who didn't know who they were. They were imitating somebody else, but didn't really have a revelation of God's righteousness and who they were. And as a result of that, the demon stripped them and left them going down the road streaking. Now I'm saying this because this righteousness consciousness gives you a, a, oh, a flow of, of faith, a force coming, say the force of righteousness, coming through you that, that will cause Satan to know that you're his master. It gives you a sense of sonship that you and God are one and that nothing can stop you. Righteous nature is that of a ruler, that of love, and that of justice. Let's look at Matthew chapter 8. Matthew's gospel chapter 8. Now he said that he's going to send you into the land. And he said, I've given this land to you, this possessions and property. God says, I've given it to you. Now, I don't know who's on it. I'm, I'm just saying myself, but I know who God gave it to. He gave it to me. Now, in Matthew 8, <laughs> 
Verse 28. And when he was come to the other side, under the country of the Gadarenes, there met him two possessed with devils. And he says, coming out of the tombs, exceeding fierce, so that no man might pass that way. And behold, they cried out saying, what have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? Now, did, did they or did they not see Jesus as a master over them? Jesus had the same righteousness you've got. Now, wait a minute. Let's, let's look and see who this is. Because in one place, they said, don't throw us out of this country. So demons like a certain neighborhood. Now, we, we're going to go somewhere with this. And it's two of them. Well, it could be 15 of them. Let's call it a gang. I'm saying that God has given you cities. That means he wants you to order it. Put it up there again. Isaiah 9 and verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government is going to be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counsel, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and the, of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Watch this. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to do what to it? To order it and to what? Establish it with what? Judgment and what? With justice. So as far as I'm concerned, in this city, gangs are no longer authorized. Now, now you think about this, you could stay with me because what I'm doing now is I'm taking you from your flesh. See, because if your flesh has priority, then you lack spiritual power because you're out of order. The real you is your spirit and your spirit has power that God has energized you. He has anointed you. He has given you authorization and authority to cast out demons. Not one demon is going to come out with your flesh. Spiritual power. Say spiritual power. Here is 
Jesus going on the boat in Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Let's go to the other side. He starts going to the other side. All of a sudden, here comes a big storm. The big storm comes up. Jesus, they wake him up and he was asleep. They said, Master, don't you care? We're about to die. I'm putting it in my own words. And he woke up, rebuked the storm. He said, he, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And there was a great calm. Now notice what happened. That wasn't just a weather system. That was a demonic system. Watch this. Designed to destroy them. But Jesus turns not away from any. And then after he did it in the last verse, he said, uh, you know, why are you, no, no, the first, next to the last verse, he said, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? So they could have done the same thing. But then when you get to Mark chapter five and verse one, you will see that he runs up on a demoniac. This is a man who's on the other side over there, ruling it, ruling the coastline. And anybody try to get past him, he'll sink your boat. But if you've got spiritual power, he that has spiritual power rules spiritual forces. That's number one. He that has, can rule spiritual forces, rules political forces. Let's go further. He that rules political forces can rule economic forces, education forces, every media forces, everything that's on the mountaintop, you can rule it. If you get out of your flesh into your spirit. Now Satan's job is to keep you carnal. Once you get saved, you've passed the door. Now you got to go in and out and find pasture. And pasture has to be taught. Luke chapter five. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genesaret. Watch this. And he saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's. And he prayed him that he with what? Thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Next verse. Now, when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. Now, wait a minute. Before he did that, look at the verse before that. It says, and he sat down and did what? Taught. Because it gives understanding. Understanding draws a picture. See, you can't go any further than you see. And the enemy knows that if you just come in for another sermon, these are the same people that sometimes they don't even come to church. Why? Because they don't need motivation. See, motivation is interesting. I can preach to you and I can give you the word, but sometimes people just want to be motivated. Well, the problem with that is if I'm not here to motivate you, sometimes you get mad. Well, where is he? Well, you ought to motivate yourself from inside because once you get saved, you don't need any more motivation. Your motivation comes from the Word of God. 
so I can come up here like most preachers, many preachers, and preach sermons, 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 sermons. But watch this. It's still factions. I'm telling him we got all these factions going on. That's why in Chicago, in on Sunday, it's the most segregated time in Chicago because everybody's looking for somebody the same color. That is not scripture. The scripture said the Holy Ghost will place you wherever he will. Found in, Mar- in, in 1 Corinthians 12. You don't, you, you don't select the church of my choice. You select the church of his choice because he knows what you need to finish the assignment that he's given you. And each one of us pastors, we got a different slant, little different DNA, little different thing that we major on. That's why I tell people, you don't want to hear nothing about prosperity. Stay away from here. Because I'm going to preach on prosperity. That's part of my DNA. I'm supposed to make you rich. Now, I preach the whole counsel of God. You know anything about my tapes, you can get them right out there. But I'm saying something here. I'm saying that this idea, put it up there, please. First Corinthians chapter three, verse three in the Amplified, put it up. For you are still what? Unspiritual, having the nature of what? The flesh, keep going, under the control of ordinary impulses, For as long as there is what? Envying, keep going. Jealousy, keep going. Wrangling, come on. Factions, come on. Among you, are you not unspiritual and of the flesh, behaving yourselves after a human standard and like mere unchanged men? This is a church that's been a church for a while, but they never grew up. Watch this, the nature of the flesh. I came here to get you unhooked from your flesh. Say amen. We're going to go into those giants and you can't be on the flesh with those giants. Those giants are spiritual forces. There are spiritual forces. Their design is to get you, to keep you, to dissolve you, keep you from taking what they've got and so forth. And they are spiritual forces. You can't fight spiritual forces with the flesh. That's why in most cities, devils have built it. Sure, they built the Tower of Babel. They they build cities. But God is coming and saying, I'm giving you cities. Watch this. And you're going to reorder it. And you're going to be able to do it. Don't say I'm too old. Don't say I'm too young. Because you're not going to do it with flesh and blood. You're going to do it with your spirit. Today's series, Occupy Till I Come, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., call 1-800-711-9327 or contact us online at billwinston.org. In Canada, call us at 844-298-2900 or contact us online at billwinston.ca. One additional resources to help you grow? Order Image of Truth Special Bundle, which includes Occupy Till I Come, four-part series, and Dr. Winston's mini-book, Imitate God, 
and get results. Get this enlightening series, Occupy Till I Come, today. Do you have a passion for growing your business? Do you ever dream about starting your own company or designing a new product? If yes, then God is calling you to do something big to help answer the world's problems by creating products and services that help make the world a better place by identifying business opportunities that open up new streams of revenue in your community and by creating well-paying jobs for others. As a kingdom entrepreneur, God has called you to do great things, but to accomplish them, you need the right environment to cultivate your gift and the power of the Word of God. At the Joseph Business School, you are encouraged to think big and achieve supernatural results. Doing business God's way. This means extraordinary business results and witty inventions are the norm, not the exception. Apply today to start your kingdom success story. JBS offers campus and online programs. Hello, Bill Winston here. Now I trust that you've been blessed by the day's message. I'd like to take a moment to share a couple of testimonies with you that They've come from our prayer call center. We have a call center that's set up to pray with people who would call in. Now, we've created this center for you, the partners, the viewers, those who would call in and need prayer for any matter. It doesn't make any difference. We want to pray with you, stand and agree with you, whatever we need to believe God for you for the thing that you need God to do in your life. Now, here is a testimony that was given to me. This came in from Florida. This particular person had a family member that was in a coma. They'd been in a coma for two weeks and that this family member was, the family was being challenged as to whether to take the person off of life support or just leave them on. Well, this one person decided to call the prayer center here at Bill Winston Ministries and that prayer minister prayed with them and believed God for that person's deliverance or that person to come out of that coma. Well, shortly after the family called this person and reported that the sister, the dear sister that was in a coma opened her eyes and woke up and then asked for a drink of water. Now they ask what time that this sister called the prayer center. What time did they pray for this dear sister in the hospital? They prayed at 11:16 a.m. in the morning. And that is the exact time the sister woke up from a coma that she had been in for two weeks. Praise God. Let me give you another one. This testimony comes from Illinois. This particular person called for prayer uh, for their godmother. Now, she had stage four cancer and was going to have surgery. Now, after they had received, received prayer from the prayer call center, the doctor started the surgery but could not any longer find cancer in this person's body. Now, these are actual testimonies that have been coming in. So I'm just saying here that if you need prayer, if you need somebody to agree with you, we've got people that know how to get hold of God. I'm telling you, see, God's plan is that we all be healed. God's plan that we all be delivered. God's plan that we all have enough abundance or whatever have you. So if you're going through something that isn't God's plan, in other words, there's something in your situation there that you know is not God's will for your life, call that prayer center. They're standing by. These folk know how to pray. And as you pray with them and they agree with you, we're going to believe God that every need of your life is going to be met. Well, remember, we're here for you. The prayer call center is available. We love you. And this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith.
Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you.